0: Welcome to the Oh For Shore podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Asia. And today's podcast is called Black Edition, our episode four. So we are going to dive into growing up Black, unpopular opinions, Black stereotypes, and Black pride. Come through and let's talk about it. When you
1: know we've been nerving down before, nigga, when our pride was low, looking at the world like, where do we go, nigga, and we hate po' Paul when they kill us dead in the street for sure. Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door. My knee's getting weak and my gun might blow, but we gonna be all right. right, Nigga, we gonna be all right. Nigga, we gonna be all right. Do you know what bothers me, honestly, like about our Black community? Is sometimes we, and I say we because it's our community Mm -hmm. and we have to do better, but we can be so unprofessional about stuff.
0: That's, yes. Well, you know how we feel about that. So we're going to let y'all know how we
1: feel about that. But what do you mean? Yeah. Give me an example. Like, for instance, if if I want to order something and mm-hmm. I want to I want to go straight to I want to go straight into like the business side, because we always talk about support black businesses and, you know, um, and which is I love that. Absolutely love. I'm a I'm an advocate of supporting black businesses. But our black businesses have to do better, Absolutely. in my opinion. Like like if I'm ordering something and we can <laughs> we can get
0: it don't too. let it be five months later.
1: Yes. Or where's my confirmation number? Where's <laughs> where's my email? Where's yes. my stuff? <laughs> like why? no Why for real where's my stuff for for stuff that I feel like or my things that I paid mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. and when you're the business it's literally your <laughs> job to
0: to kind of follow up to do all the back end pieces or whatever you have to do. Like, that's part of the business. Yeah. I have my own business now. And yes, it's completely different from like selling a product. I'm a designer. I mean, I guess I sell somewhat of a, I don't know. But yeah. you still, I still have to do follow up. I have to do like whatever. Like, there's a back end to your business that you just cannot drop the ball on. And they be dropping the ball. You can't just sell yeah. something and be like, oh, like they figure it out.
1: No. Yeah. Why are we harassing again, you like, for the product? Right. Exactly. And again, I feel like, and we talk about it all the time, like if I'm spending my money on something, then I expect my product or I, I I mean, I want the whole thing. Like I I want, I want the, the package, the package better be on point. The just, it's just that professionalism. Like, Mm -hmm. come on now. As black people don't know how to be professional. I mean, it could be the things that we say that come out of our mouth. Like that's, you know, it's it's a for me, it's a cutoff point. Like I'm not a business owner, but I'm a customer, mm-hmm. so I know what I like and what I don't like, and what I would like to experience and not experience. Why? And- why do we think? Like, wh- where do we think this
0: lack of professionalism is coming from? Is it like being uneducated? Is it just not having? You know, mentors around or people around to help. Like, what? Where is that coming from?
1: I, and honestly, those good points, and I believe it just might be a little bit of both. You know, I think that's that's where businesses don't succeed because, you know, word of mouth is a is huge. You know, if if I'm not getting the service that I need and I feel like that I want because I pay my money then I could possibly tell five people like, mm-mm. Oh, I will. It was just, it was just ghetto. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: the
1: service was terrible. The food was bad. The product was not good, blah, blah, blah. And those five people can tell five more people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that is that word of mouth. Yeah. And then also, I, I know I, I talked to you and I said uh, a little while ago because we always talk about this, but I think it's also because some people just do this because of the money. And you can tell. This is something they really love to do. You can tell. Because, I mean, kudos for people, you know, those business owners and stuff like that. I know it's not uh, an easy job. I know it's tough. Some people just be selling stuff just just to make a buck. I almost feel like, really, if you're willing to start
0: a new business and really take on this risk and put yourself out there, why would it not be something that you're extremely passionate about? I started my business because if you guys know me at all, I have always been passionate about design. I eat sleep, breathe it, like it's all I know. Of course, like this is my baby, so I feel like if you're starting a business, you should feel that same way about whatever it is that you're selling or whatever it is that you are putting out there. don't like it's just very clear that some of you are just selling stuff and yeah. that's it. Sad, it
1: used to be selling
0: this. you're winging it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're winging it and we suffer because of that and it's like we're trying to support you but you ain't really all the way in it so why would we be all the way in it like you're not right. even in a, in the show so you just got to do better Yeah, because it's not hard i mean it's not hard to do it's not hard to be professional and to see right. things through and to follow up and to be you know whatever i don't think it's hard
1: That's yeah not, not, not to be professional and to, you know, yeah, just be professional. Mm-hmm. And again, it's I, I think a lot of people also get by because of the type of person they are, maybe, mm-hmm. as well. Like, oh, she, he, or she is cool, so you know, we're just gonna support her just because she's cool. No, I don't you
0: know? do that. <laughs> 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 no, I, that's not my style. I'm gonna support businesses that i am proud of like i'm proud of you stuff that you like yeah
1: yeah like yeah for sure because if i'm buying something from you and i like it and it doesn't always have to be about the product like i said it's about the professionalism for me because say that the product is amazing but it's just not professional for me Mm -mm. yeah ew no because then the experience
0: is ruined yeah and i don't even care about your product so don't even send it like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if my experience is unpleasant, I'm like you've lost me. Yeah, I'm it's all the same, about the experience.
1: The same thing with like tipping, and you go out to a, a yes. service, and you you know you want that experience. That's where the tip comes from. So, and so, if you're not receiving that, then no. Tip. Exactly.
0: I'm gonna ask you. Uh, <laughs> gives me like a thought. So, if you're at a restaurant and the food is amazing but the, the service is terrible. How, would you go back to that place? No. See, you heard it people. Mm-mm. This brings me to, I know we're talking about professionalism and black owned businesses. Obviously me and you, we get our hair done by black women. So let's talk about hairstylists these days because it's like a hot mess out here. Y'all are basically asking us to come with our hair done at this point. <laughs> No, My right. hairstylist is dope. Hold on, let me get this out. My hairstylist is dope, Rhonda Hair Studio in Dallas, Texas, in uh, the, the Design District. She's mm-hmm. amazing, and she does not do this. But I have seen other hairstylists out there who have who are doing odd things like this. Like must come with this, must come with your hair like parted in mm-hmm. fours and braided in the back, and you got to come with your bangs cut. Like what? Oh. What is all like? Why are all these? Why? What are we coming to get our hair done for?
1: Have you seen Anastasia? <laughs> so it's crazy that you said it. First of all, I've never experienced that. Um, for those for those who don't know, I am I started my lock journey, but it's crazy you say that because I did come across a post was talking about that and how like style is charged for like the thickness of your hair. I guess that's what you were talking about. No,
0: yeah, I mean, kind of like it's, it seems like they're tacking on a lot of extra um, things
1: requirements
0: or or like if your hair is you know past this link you have to do and some of it i get or if it's like if you are five minutes late you lose your whole deposit or like
1: yeah 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 yeah. so i don't
0: know if it's just if they're just trying to make money i know the pandemic you know maybe they've lost a lot of money because they did had to they had to shut down during the pandemic but i don't know what it is it just seems like the customer is almost losing yeah like what's the point of getting their hair done
1: and again, yeah, like I saw like a few posts that, that are like, you know, sometimes like just we understand that the stylists are human. Yeah. We definitely understand that sometimes I need days off, sometimes I need a break. But again, that comes with like how you book your appointments and stuff. Like if I yeah. know that it's going to take me an hour and a half to do somebody's hair and they have appointment at twelve o'clock, then the next yep. thing should be maybe at what three or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's like I felt like. Yeah. Again, I did see like the customers. They're like, okay, well, as customers, you know, we expect to be in a chair at 12 o'clock if that's what the appointment we said. We don't want to uh, wait an hour. Yeah. If while I'm you finish. Yeah. So yeah. there should be some type of, you know, money taken off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I do, I must say that. Right now, I've learned that I have a great stylist here in Atlanta. My loctician, she's amazing. She's great. She's professional. At the same time, she's cool. Like, we build our own relationship. I remember, I don't know if it was the last time I got my hair done or the time before, but she was probably almost an hour late. And I think I remember telling you about it. And she ended up texting me like, "I'm on my way," and this and that." She was very upfront when she got there. she was apologetic, and she was like i'm it's gonna be money off of your style perfect boom, that's all I expected really you know, and it was it was it was good too she took that's me, rare she would she definitely took um some money off. And mm-hmm. I and again that's I appreciate that because it could have went sideways. She could have just been like sorry and went on about her business and see that would have made me not want to come back. But since the way she handled it, I was like, of course I'm going to continue to come back, you know. She's mm-hmm. good at her job and she just handled that so professional and that's that's what I'm talking about like.
0: Yeah, so just, you know, just I guess put yourself in our shoes and uh if you were getting your hair done, like I'm sure you wouldn't you wouldn't want to deal with all this extra craziness so just you know be fair just be fair with your uh, yeah. clients and all that's all i'm gonna say about that so let's talk about growing up um growing up in in a black household
1: oh god
0: <laughs> yes there's just so much with that where do we start with
1: that how was it growing up with just your brother being that one boy was there anything different in your household because i know from mine it was- <laughs> for sure. And
0: honestly, like I had a fairy tale growing up. My parents are just I couldn't ask for better parents. But of course, like, you know, me and my sister being the only girls and my brother being the boy, he was definitely um I wouldn't say raised differently, but he was treated mm-hmm. differently. Yes, he was. I, you know, and as I was talking with you about this the other day, you were like, ask your mom what she thinks. I asked her. Oh, you did? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> and Kurtz was fronting no but she was just like I don't think he was treated differently oh, but God. then she did say she did say well it's just a different relationship and um we didn't really go too much deeper into that but she said it's a different relationship and I'm just so curious as to kind of what I wish we like could bring a mom on that has a son um to right. to know like really why is that relationship so different from the relationship with your daughters not to say that my mother like we were mistreated no but it was a clear difference between yeah. me and my sister and my brother like my brother had more freedom maybe
1: mm-hmm. and he got away
0: with things a little bit more yes. and they just kind of they were harder on me and my sister and yeah just like my brother is almost coddled I hope he ain't listening to this that's not my business <laughs> <laughs> he was he's almost like babied or I don't know how to really explain it. do you know what I mean
1: yeah. No, for sure. Like my my brother, he was definitely treated different. Like literally all he did was have to take out the trash. Oh, like yeah. I don't know. So it's, I wonder if that really is like, guys, let us know. Is that a black thing? Like did anybody <laughs> else grow up like that? Like their mm-hmm. brother just had to take out the trash or he didn't have to come in when the... When the yeah. street came on, or he can go stay the night at somebody's house the next day, he didn't have to be back at a specific time. Or was it right. because, like, we were females and um, we have to be watched? Because remember that saying, you, know, you can't, you know, boys can't, you better not bring no babies home or whatever. But he can
0: make kids. a baby. Yeah. So, what, like, it gotta make sense
1: to me because it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we could all make babies just about bringing them home. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Like, I mean, because it's attached to my back. Like, that's why I got No. No.
1: So that definitely was a thing. And Yeah. So we want to know why, what, what
0: the difference is. Let us know. And if you've experienced that as well, let us know. Again, we're not taking anything from our parents. They're amazing, both of our parents. But there is a clear difference in our brothers yeah. versus the girls. And we want to know why. Mom, yeah. let us know.
1: What else, what else happens in a black household? What oh about those bags? What about those bags? Okay. The, Everybody, water. right
0: now, go to your mama's <laughs> house and you're lying if you're telling me that she do not have that cabinet that has trash bags <laughs> in it. You're lying.
1: It's like we were all literally raised the same. The same. The like same. The ba- let's, let's talk about the bags. Okay. So, first, they got a bag. You have one bag with several bags in that one. In bag. it. <laughs> What is it what are we got all these bags for
0: <laughs> like what I mean, do you think it's going to be an emergency to where you got to fill up stuff with bags I don't get why we keep them <laughs> but then again ash if you run out of bags for your hair like that's a conditioner bag that's that I'm going to take this to bag. work bag that's the
1: Dep- that's the trash bag it is that's so, right.
0: That's true. I kind of get it. But do you do that, Asia? I don't in my own house. I
1: don't have that. That's weird, right? Oh, we have them. We have them. I don't. We're going to collect some bags. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have them. we collect some bags.
0: Yes. Yeah that's so and you know what a black person came over my house one day and they were looking for my cabinet with the bags in it. And i was like what are you doing they're like where's your bags and i was like <laughs> i don't do that
1: are you really black though are you really black if you don't got no bags in the bag? <laughs> but it <laughs> made me feel so
0: not black i was like oh because i was like i really don't have any like i throw them away y'all
1: shame on you Oh, I feel terrible. Do you have Tupperware? Asia.
0: <laughs> the Tupperware that I have, I stole from Kurt. I do not have Tupperware. I don't. I I So I don't but I'm know saying, why.
1: like, do you use like other stuff for Tupperware? Because come on now, talk about the butter can. Talk. Let's talk about yeah. the butter. Do <laughs> that, you <read>
0: the butter. <laughs> is that butter can spaghetti or
1: is it butter? Which one is it? Because it's probably not butter. <laughs> but you it's know the crazy thing is I haven't and I'm just to be honest like I haven't seen nobody really buy those big jars of butter you know my mama <laughs> does she still yes look at those little ones or the sticks mm. now
0: oh we do my mom does them all but Kirsch will ha- is going to have that big bucket and she will put spaghetti in it mmm yeah which I don't what know why because she has other I'm- Tupperware
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ooh. you don't want to get it stained because you know then, one
0: bowl. Oh got that, that one bowl.
1: That's gonna be stained. It.
0: Why would you not just bleach it? Just bleach it.
1: So what else is something like in your in your mom's house that she has to have? Like Ooh. I mean
0: has to in the kitchen. That, that, just... that,
1: that you know that's gonna be there. Yeah, in the Ooh. kitchen specifically. Like that's I know so for cool. me, like I know I can go to my mom's house right now and I know mm-hmm. she has. Loads of tissue, cleaning supplies. Oh yeah, rice. She gonna keep her some rice. Oh rice, okay. I don't know, but I can tell you what. Butter, milk. Kurt's gonna
0: have seventeen boxes of cornbread. She's going to cornbread. The cornbread, like the the blue box. What is it? Yeah, jiffy. Jiffy. she's gonna have seventeen boxes of jiffy. Oh my god, seventeen.
1: I never knew that about Kurt.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. I don't know why we don't even eat cornbread like that.
1: Really. What is she that's doing something. with it?
0: I don't. I, don't, I mean, not, business. She... <laughs> not business. Kurt. Kurt's going to have some Jiffy now. She going to have some Jiffy.
1: They don't have a deep freezer full of meat. Oh, I forgot about have it. it. They going to have it. I forgot
0: about the meat deep freezer in the garage.
1: Oh, yeah. Speaking of meat, so I know that like and I again, social media ran across the post about growing up and you forget to take the food out that your mom asked you to take out. Like, she went, oh, take that meat out. And she coming home and the meat ain't ever been taken out. Oh Sorry, your life in before us. Oh yeah. So the post literally was like, Why didn't why didn't our mom take out the, <laughs> take the meat out before <laughs> she left? <laughs> and That's I see right. that. Thing. And I'm like, that's a good point. Like, they forgot.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the only reason they forgot. And they're like, let me make my kids do it while I'm at work, and you know. But,
1: and that's, that's crazy. That's the thing. thing. Like, again, like we literally all grew up together. Like,
0: it's you know what? When you think about it, it it's our culture.
1: Yeah, it makes me really
0: realize like this is like the black culture. This is it. Yeah, like, these little things that we think are funny, but yeah, this is just what we do. yeah you know it is what it is but I want to switch gears and talk about um because I've been seeing this a lot and it's something that kind of drives me crazy but the bonnets oh okay the bonnets outside of the home (laughs) okay um (laughs) I don't want to offend anybody but I personally think it's I don't think that you should leave the house wearing a bonnet. That's just me. I grew up with a military father. So just hear me out. I grew Mm -hmm. up with a military father and he's all about looking presentable. My dad was one of those dads was like, you ain't going to be out with me looking crazy. Mm
1: -hmm. I would
0: never, I would never imagine walking out the house with my hair, not done or like in a ponytail or bun, whatever. I would never leave my house with the bonnet on never. So I guess like I'm seeing a lot of things where like, Um, I don't know it's just been it's been kind of a fuss so I want to know what you think about it
1: yeah it's been a thing definitely uh, a up around social media just like you know women worn out bonnets and Mm -hmm. people think that it's just ghetto yeah yeah I mean I didn't (laughs) want to say it but so me personally don't go outside the house in my bonnet I am a bonnet wear, yes, but you not know, like to the grocery store, you know, because we got to have our, that was the thing I told you. That was the thing for us growing up. Like we, anytime we had our hair done, tie our hair up. That was the thing we, before we yeah, went when to your we tie our hair up. Yeah. Of course. So definitely if I'm in the house and I'm chilling and I have my bonnet or scarf on, yeah, that's the thing. But when, as soon as I step out the house, yeah, I take it off. Now, I did tell you that I will have my scarf with me, like say if I'm traveling, I'll put it in my purse because Mm -hmm. sometimes on a plane, I do like to go to sleep Mm -hmm. and I don't like my hair or my head touching the Mm. the seat. So I feel protected with my scarf on. It Mm -hmm. helps me. This is it's. yeah it it just helps me it's a mental thing so yeah. i definitely put it on like i have put it on while i'm sitting on the plane or something and then as soon as we land about to get off then i'll take it off but that i think that's sense. the most public i've been with my actual bonnet or scarf on but yeah, other mm-hmm. than that no i'm not wearing it if i'm having a bad hair day i put a hat on there you go that's it mm-hmm. easy so let's we'll talk about black
0: hair oh. don't touch my hair vibe oh
1: god Mm-mm. No.
0: So I think me and Asia feel different about this one. So let's talk about it.
1: <laughs> let's talk about it. Definitely. And I need yeah, I need you to talk about it for okay. sure. Because y'all, I'm I'm that sister, that black woman <laughs> that do not touch my hair. We compliment mm-hmm. each other, yes, but it's never because we know that's a thing in our culture again, in our community. You don't touch our mm-hmm. hair. So but again, no, I do not touch my hair. I don't no, your hands been, mm-hmm. and I'm not a freaking piece at a museum. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I mean, and I feel that. I understand that, and sometimes I even feel that way. But I think the majority of the time, there's just something in me that just doesn't get super, super offended. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I see, um, I, and maybe it has a lot to do with like where I was, where I grew up most of my life at, which was in Europe. So I, I I think I just look at it differently. I don't look at it like they're trying to disrespect me or mm-hmm. come from my culture. Like, I don't, I don't look at it that deep. I just think that they're super curious and honestly ignorant. So I look at it more like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like, if she touched my braids or something, I'll just be like, thank you and brush it off, whatever. But I'm not going to be like offended, like, you know making a scene or whatever that's just my Mm -hmm. natural reaction to it so yeah i probably don't touch my hair but i'm also not gonna trip about it like whatever i'm more lax about it and i but i totally understand because i think we're we're, me and you are both natural so it takes a long time to get our hair the way that we want it so like Mm -hmm. don't go you know sticking your hands in our hair and stuff Mm
1: -hmm. but i i will reject respectfully no (laughs) again
0: (laughs) so uh light skin versus dark skin let's talk about it bro Here
1: we go. What I have to say about that? I think that's is it's very ignorant. Like (laughs) (laughs) light skin versus dark skin. Like it's so ignorant. It's very like it puts a divide in our black community. Mm -hmm. And 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 it really is a thing. Like younger us, being younger, we were younger. It's it was more like oh, light skin girls and. Oh, they're just so pretty and, and they are. Some light skinned girls are pretty. They get this and that and dark skin are just ugly and mm-hmm. you know, they're I and thank God I honestly didn't grow up like that. Um I I was um I do remember noticed just because I was dark skinned. Like it was a I was a little bit bullied, but it wasn't Were? You? Like, yeah. A little Aww. bit. <laughs> oh beach up not a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> a little bit and you know. Aww. Yeah, that's just the truth. Man. Just a little bit. But thank God it wasn't nothing to where um I really noticed it. Like and it didn't affect you. Right. It didn't really affect me. Now that I'm older I can go back and 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 really realize what was going on. Then mm. I didn't really process it, you know. Yeah. Um <clears throat> You know, it wasn't a thing like my mom had to sit down and be like, honey, you are beautiful no matter what. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and now it's like, oh, black is beautiful. Black, and which is, this is great. I love it. You know, embrace it. It just, it was, at one point, it really was a divide. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. and, and granted, I, I do, we're talking light skin, dark skin. Yes, I'm dark skin. I'm realistically, I'm brown skin, but yeah, but I, I, I just think it, like I said, (laughs) very ignorant is, it's, it puts a divide in our community. We yeah.
0: Well, for me, it. my experience, um, obviously, I'm a light skinned woman, high yellow, if my mama is referring to me. But mm-hmm. um, of course, like I would get those comments like, oh, you're so pretty. Like you're so you're light skinned. And we'll comment on my skin color and like my eyes or whatever, because I have lighter eyes or whatever. But mm-hmm. for me, I would always be offended by that. Like I never found it a compliment because my mother is dark skinned. So, every time I would mm-hmm. get those kind of compliments, I would just think about my mother. Like, well, it would confuse me. Like, you yeah. know, well, my mother's dark-skinned. Like, well, what does that mean? Or whatever. So, you know, when people even say that to me today, I just be like, like, that's not a compliment. You know? Like, if you think yeah. you're flattering me, you're not. My mother is a dark-skinned woman, and she is stunning. So, uh, yeah, it's, like you said, it's ignorant.
1: I am definitely attracted to dark-skinned men. I mm-hmm. am. You don't like no light skinned <laughs> <Mm-mm. laughs> Mm-mm.
0: that's fine. and
1: not saying that um i i wouldn't date a light-skinned guy mm-hmm. but i'm just more attracted to d- darker men you know so that is not it's not taking light-skinned men off the board for me but dark-skinned mm-hmm. something about a dark-skinned man
0: Whew. i get it i get it i don't think i have a preference <laughs> to be honest but you know
1: I don't
0: know. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you might say that I did, but I don't know if I do. Um, okay.
1: A mixture.
0: A, a mixture, you think?
1: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe.
0: Um. Okay. So, shoot. Let's talk about food in the black in our in our culture. You know, healthy uh-huh. versus you know what we're raised eating and what our ancestors have eaten and things like that. Yeah. What I mean, I don't know. Like for me, I feel like. The family that i came from like we we well, honestly my family still eats kind of unhealthy and i'm mm-hmm. probably one of the only people in my family who has kind of veered off from that and eats a little bit more healthy like the way that i eat my family think is kind of disgusting which is so mm-hmm. interesting to me like they think vegetables and seafood and fish and all these things that i eat like they are disgusted. so i'm just like where i don't know where does that disconnect
1: i and, and I'm glad you brought that up like with uh the food and we because like yeah we uh, in our com- in the black community it's a lot of diabetics you know oh and, yeah the uh obesity of, yeah of things that we eat and i mean like mm-hmm. <laughs> I know here in the south come on now we are well not we because I don't eat these certain things but they are eating pigs Mm -hmm. they're eating chitlins and oh my god you know and that's all these foods that I'm naming or those foods that I didn't name those are all like southern um meals or Mm -hmm. you know popular southern foods so yeah it's it's we rather a lot of us rather pick up some fried chicken than a salad. And
0: <laughs> I don't really know how to change that. Like I, I try and introduce my family to new vegetables and things like that. And they just don't even budge.
1: So how was it growing up though? Because I can't say in my home, we definitely uh my mom did make sure she cooked us meals. Um mm-hmm. and we always always had like some type of vegetable. And mm-hmm. we also we pushed to try it at least instead of, well, you yeah. know, like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that.
0: Try it. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. My mom wasn't making like greasy, whatever. Like she, mm-hmm. she wasn't doing that. But I mean, as far as healthy eating, we didn't really yeah. have that. Like, you know, macaroni and cheese. We might have like roasted chicken and like broccoli mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, so that's kind of how the meals were. But I wouldn't really say that we ate healthy is the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I was—I don't remember really being pushed to drinking a lot of water growing up. I did mm-hmm. because I was an athlete; like I just naturally did these things mm-hmm. on my own. But I was never like taught to like here eat an apple for breakfast. Instead, we had bacon and scrambled scr- scrum- mm-hmm. with cheese and hash browns and whatever and biscuits. Like that was my yeah, family. Don't, oh, don't eat. hundred percent. Don't eat. Don't eat. But like now, you know separating from my family like my breakfast is now like an apple a banana like oat still cut oatmeal like I just eat differently from my family yeah so I just I don't know I think it's just interesting to see like how you're raised how you're raised eating and how that changes or what what makes you veer off from that and for I don't know I don't really know what it was for me but
1: yeah and I think ultimately like it's definitely like choices like even with even with my choice decided not to eat meat you know at a certain time like You know, I just didn't eat that stuff anymore. Mm. And um, with times have changed, so as the food. Like, I think uh, when we grew up, like, you didn't have to worry about food as much as you do now. Oh, yeah, scary. Like, now there's so much recalls on food. There's metal in it, plastic. Mm. And, I mean, these kids, their hormones are, like, I know (laughs) some kids with bigger breasts than me and they're just oh, these, yeah. these boys who are just super like huge and look like grown you know, men. Definitely in the food, something in there. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So let's get into the
0: plus side of the black community, our black culture, black
1: arts, right. whatever that is. What do we love about it? I one thing or several things I can say that I love, absolutely love about the black community is um how creative we are as people. Um, And what I mean by creative, I mean like um, our music. Oh my God. Like I can listen to R&B and there's a lot of music that I can listen to now that I used to listen to back um, when I was younger. And it's just plays. Like it just came out yesterday. Like I'm very a 90s music type lover. And I love that uh, uh, about that, about the black community. It's just like music, like, brings us mm-hmm. together or something it like, definitely you does just, you can just some good music like mm-hmm. it's a vibe
0: yeah I'll so you said y- you're like 90s and you know me i'm an old soul like i love old yeah. school jazz i love old school blues and this is things mm-hmm. from like 1930s 1940s and
1: it's still so good so yeah I love you
0: said that creative kind of
1: yeah side can, right our our community as 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 black people as we've been through a lot and there's a lot of stereotypes for us there's a lot of um hardship and we we it's like we always have something to prove so mm-hmm. like what do you feel like certain stereotype sets in our black community
0: well i mean, i think you know the number one thing and i think we even touched on it on our last episode was uh <laughs> women being kind of mad black and and, and angry oh, we God. you know we have that stereotype put on us and it's really unfair because i don't think there's a lot of women that i know black women who are not that way so you know it mm-hmm. makes me like i just want to know where first of all where is it coming from and and why do and, and you know the saddest part is it's coming from black men mm. it comes from black men i, I don't <laughs> don't see it i really don't see it coming from anybody else and even like like steven said on the last part didn't he not say that he said black women can be i don't know the word that he used but um that was pretty much what he was, or difficult to deal with or or oh, always angry yeah. you know something like that uh-huh, so, i remember I
1: know yeah
0: like i just don't understand where that comes from and why we get this kind of bad rap so it's just and then on the flip side you know men Uh, And I guess I don't know if it's just all men or if it's black men, but black men not being able to show emotions, definitely not being able to communicate and just um, and where that comes from. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I wonder, is it coming from their mothers, their Mm. lack of what is the word? (laughs) I don't know what the word is, but that's that's where I I think it may come from. I don't know what you think about that. Like because they're being raised. To differently, they were they're raised differently. Like, like Stephen uh-huh. even said on the last podcast, he's like, "I we were not we're not raised to taught to be amazing husbands. We're not raised to be great communicators. We're raised to get to make money, to be uh-huh. successful, like to provide, to do this and that. We're not taught like the other things." And I'm like, "That's so true," because a lot of y'all don't have it. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, and I know I'm flipping here from like the angry mad black angry woman to the men thing, but I. I don't know. I mean, where do you think that comes from?
1: I, I don't know. I think you made some good points. I don't know. I'm honestly, I do not know where that comes from because... It comes from your mama. I do. It <laughs> <laughs> come from because your mama. It's hard for me to understand because I am not like that you know and there's oh and you're I'm talking not, about the woman's side okay yeah oh yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. no you're not real no. fast
1: with the woman's side yeah i'm not like that i don't have any friends that i could really think of that are just angry and aggressive and just mad okay
0: but do that do black men look at us this way because we are opinionated and we don't we're not going to stand down does that mean we're uh, Angry? Does that mean like? Why does that mean we're angry?
1: That ain't that. Because that ain't that.
0: It's not. It's it's not fair. It's almost like they they can't handle that, and so I don't know. If you can't handle that, just say that. Don't be
1: putting no name to it, no title. (laughs) That's not that. We're definitely allowed to. I mean, and and I maybe I could be going too far with it, but I look at that as a sign of weakness
0: hundred percent thousand percent oh for sure it's it's a sign of weakness to me
1: like i want to be able to say what i want to say yeah and and without again being rude or aggressive or i'm just an angry black woman Mm -hmm. no like is that
0: a lack of communication on their end like you can't even communicate so. with your black woman that's clearly unhappy or about something you can't communicate with her. So you're labeling, you're, you are labeling yeah. her as angry. Right. You don't know how to reciprocate to say that. Yeah. Yeah. You're stupid. Yes. Instead of figuring out how to communicate with her, because guess what? Y'all were not taught that. And it's very clear.
1: Yeah. So. And on the other hand, just like with us and, and, on the flip side with the men and how is it like men can't show emotions and Mm -hmm. and they it's 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 a sin to go talk to somebody or to communicate
0: that's so sad to me because I think being vulnerable and being soft like having emotion that's a strength in my eyes I think not being able to do those things that's a weakness to me I don't look at men Who can't communicate as being? Oh, they're so tough and strong. No, I think you're weak because I think being uh, vulnerable is the hardest thing in the world to do. (laughs) I do. I think it's the (laughs)
1: hardest thing in the world to be. Why are you laughing? (laughs) I'm laughing because you don't even know it. You just called a lot of men weak. A lot of you. That's not my business. Today,
0: I hope your feelings are hurt, and I hope you change it, and I hope you realize that your your vulnerability
1: is a strength, baby. It is mm. not a weakness, and you have to do better. Because definitely, um, ideally for me in a relationship, I want my man to be able to be comfortable to come and communicate with me about anything because that's how I'm going to be with him. Right. You know, If you're sad or upset about something, let's figure it out. You yeah. know, Don't hold that in. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, because you know?
0: then you go punch your holes in walls and shit, and you... <laughs> because you can't use your words and come on brother <laughs> come on now brother that words. ain't it
1: <laughs> <laughs> so lastly real fast i want to oh. hear some of your favorite black-owned businesses foods like shout out somebody i want to hear something
0: hey i'm not prepared <laughs> <laughs> because i don't have any because y'all be bumming me out <laughs> <laughs> oh and
1: i God. hate to say I that i need you to do a tag <laughs> this is for the month of july and august you better support <laughs> two black businesses but listen okay hold on the
0: last businesses that the business that i supported was brandon what's his name blackwood brandon blackwood i bought $200 price from him. So that was, the, I think that was the last black owned business that I supported. <laughs> and I support a lot of black owned restaurants in Dallas as well. Some amazing uh, restaurants here. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there's just so many. I might have to kind of mm-hmm. post them, add them to our posts when we yeah. go live with this. I'll let you guys, send you guys some links of my favorite black owned restaurants in Dallas. But as far as businesses, um, I think that was the last thing I purchased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We mean get up. sorry, y'all. Was- we want to support more black owned businesses. So Absolutely. like if you guys know of any that we should be supporting, let us know and we will definitely do so. All we ask, all we ask is for you guys to be
1: professional. Period. All right, guys. That's the end of our episode four, Black Edition. I hope you all enjoyed it. Please go to our Instagram page at the o shore podcast and leave comments, leave your questions, any feedback. We really appreciate it. Please be on the lookout for our next episode, episode five, Being Toxic and Going Ghost. We have a special guest, Andy. We're so excited. We can't wait. Tune in. Sunday, four PM Central Standard Time, and let's talk about it. All my life I has to fight, nigga. All my life I, hard times like yeah, bad trips like yeah. Nazareth, I'm fucked up, homie. You fucked up, but if God got us, then we gon' be alright, nigga. We gon' be alright, nigga. We gon' be alright.